This is the Pop Tournaments podcast. In Pop Tournaments, we take a category of pop culture and let you, the fans, vote on matchups in a single elimination tournament format to determine an ultimate champion. We are here to discuss those results and the upcoming matchups. Thanks to our great community and everybody who votes, let's start the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Pop Tournaments Podcast. This is episode 143, coming to you on March 15th, 2023. We actually have a lot of birthdays to get to. I want to mention real quick, yesterday, uh, a happy 75th birthday to the one and only Billy Crystal. Mr. Oscars, Mr. Saturday Night. The golden statue himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, also just a... Just a quick side note. Yeah. Um, how do you think he looks? Billy Crystal? Yeah. Well, what's Crystal going for these days? Oh, like, no. Uh... You're, you're supposed to say marvelous, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, that's what we do. We toss each other softballs and then swing and miss. <laughs> Speaking of, happy 90th birthday to both Michael Caine and Quincy Jones. Ooh, born and on you the same know, day. You, born on the same day. And Ryan, you know I love a good impersonation. Let's hear that world-famous Quincy, Quincy Jones, Jones impersonation. Quincy Jones. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael, Michael. Let's take it from the top one more time. (laughs) (laughs) Funny thing, Quincy Jones, uh, record holding 80 Grammy nominations in his career. 28 wins. That's a a solid uh, uh, 300 batting average right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's good. He is good. Also started doing heroin at age 15 when he met Ray Charles, age 18. Nice. Also a good batting average. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But today, uh, a happy fictional birthday to uh, Michael Scott, world's greatest boss. And a happy 81st birthday to the Iron Sheik. Mm, Great Twitter presence. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh boy, off to a smashing start here. Well... We have Ryan Barrett. What's happening, everybody? I'm Jake. Hope everybody out there is doing well. Uh, Ryan, before we get to the big event from the weekend, uh, you know, was it a good week? Yeah, it was great. Um, I got a lot of content in. Um, Love it. Let's start with movies. I saw sure. the new, well, we, me and my unbelievable, amazing, beautiful, beautiful, so cool um, girlfriend, Netta. We AM saw, we AM saw Scream 6. Oh, yes. And, yes. And it was really, <laughs> really fun. It was a good time. I actually liked it better than Scream 5. Got it. Or Scream, as they called it. I I hope the next one's called Screvin. Yeah, me too. Lucky Screvin. 
<laughs> Lucky number scrubbing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, uh, no, it was super fun. Hit definitely, all the notes. Definitely hit all the notes. Definitely recommend. All right. Um, if you're into the Scream franchise, you will not be disappointed. Screamiverse. Um, yes. Um, we also watched a movie on Hulu that I've been wanting to watch for a while. I think it came out this last summer uh, called Deep Water, starring uh, Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas. It's, mm, a, yeah, yeah, er- okay, yep, it's yep. an erotic thriller um, from Adrian Lyne, who did, like I think, Basic Instinct. <laughs> um, Deep but, Water is the perfect name for an erotic thriller. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> And I, I will say it might be like for a, you know, competently made movie, um, a movie that like looks good. It looks like mm-hmm. a, a big budget movie sure. um, might be the worst movie I've seen in like <laughs> <laughs> at least the last year. It was really, really bad. And just like. I mean, all the dialogue's just terrible. So much, like, completely batshit, uh, dumb stuff that just leaves you totally bewildered. Um, yeah. Very, very dumb. Almost recommend it as, like, a, like an LOL. Study. You should watch this. Yeah. It's really bad. Um, hmm. Then I finally, finally started watching Last of Us. Okay. Um, and Have not through it yet, I'm guessing. Not through it yet. I'm almost done with episode three, which okay. by far is the best episode so far. Episode oh, yeah. one and two, I was kind of like, oh, okay. It's kind of like Walking Dead ish. It's fine. Episode three, I'm like, whoa, fuck. This show's awesome. So mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, you know, it continues to get better from here. I know episode three is kind of a bottle episode, but. Um, but yeah. the only one, like Ooh. like uh, like she said, <laughs> <laughs> um, the only one. And then um, I also started watching History of the World Part Two on Hulu. All right, me too. Um, we, me and me and Netta started watching it, and uh, <laughs> it was very funny. Have, have you? How far are you through it? I I was kind of in and out. Um, I don't know. I feel like I missed an episode in the middle somewhere, um, but I, I saw a, a lot of it. So yeah, I, I would agree. I didn't and finish again, it. So it's eight episodes, not uh, not a movie like History of the World Part One. But um, uh, there's there's a, I'd say there's more hits than misses, but there are a few misses. Yeah. Throughout, as there always will be. But uh, no, the reason I ask is I was wondering, did you get to the Beatles tie-in? Yes, the get back. <laughs> the, the whole thing. get back session. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the sermon. I yeah. absolutely loved every part of that. Yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, um, so... Uh, I, oh, go ahead. I think my favorite content in there so far is the Jesus and Mary Magdalene stuff, where G- oh, yeah. Jesus is her, her boyfriend. Just really all the Jesus stuff is really, really funny to me. Well, and again, I don't know if you've completely finished it, but in the last episode, then there's like, after you see all that stuff happened, it's how everybody decided to actually write the Bible as uh-huh. opposed to w- what actually happened. And that's that's really, that's a great, great scene. 
Nice. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, a, a lot of just random little cameos in that, but mainly you got Ike Barinholtz, Nick Kroll, and Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes was just amazing. Yeah. This, this show was made for her, so right on. Any, anything else? That uh, no, no, yeah. that, that, that's the big stuff. Right on. So, yeah, I also, like I said, watched that. Uh, I caught up, finally got around to seeing Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Mm. Actually watched it twice. So I take it you Balled liked it? Balled my eyes out. Balled yeah. my eyes out. Yeah, oh, my out. God. Seriously. Like, what, what a film. Uh, on the opposite end, uh, watch the new House Party on HBO. Mm-hmm. Do not recommend. Okay. Although, also, <laughs> I thought also about has it. some fun cameos. I, it, yeah. You know what? It's 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 definitely a movie worth putting on in the background while you're cleaning the house. Sure. Or folding some laundry or something, you know. And then you look up, you're like, "Hey, there's LeBron James and Kid." So Kid Cudi was amazing in it the kid cuddy standout uh should be in more uh movies he, he and was then, also in x last year yes and he was great yes, in that I, he was great in that also um and then i so found a, a movie from last year on hulu and and here's your lineup we got allison brie aubrey plaza ego nuotum molly shadden aiden marie Zach Woods, Tim Heidecker, Fred Armisen. This sounds like an amazing movie, right? It's called Spin Me Round, and I just couldn't get into it. It had some funny moments. Uh, Alison Brie is the main character. Uh, uh, she co-wrote the film. Uh, and again, some good individual performances, but the, the actual story just didn't do it for me. I'd give it a, again, soft recommend, something fun when you can't find anything else throw on in the background. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, Oscars, what'd you think? Um, I, I thought it was a great show, honestly. Like, for my own personal taste, mm-hmm. I thought it was really, really good. Um, there wasn't a lot of surprises, no. but... I mean, there were some little surprises, like on the yeah. minor categories, um, but th- that's what always makes the the best shows are when there's something where it's like a crazy upset. But yeah, um, you can't really control that. Um, all that being said, I don't think they did anything wrong. You know, no. It was like per- perfect host. Everything went exactly to plan. And Everything like, went everywhere they, all at once. Yep, and and they um <laughs> they they presented all the awards. It went long as it usually does, but like I think anybody who enjoys the Oscars was satisfied. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and that that's who they should be. You know gearing it towards is people who like the Oscars. They shouldn't be going, oh, let's try to change it up so we can get in more people who don't like the Oscars, you know? Right. Yeah, and I think it's weird. They always, you know, complain, you know, there's there's sometimes some little bits or, like, the audience, like, interaction and stuff like that. And, well, a lot of times it is super hammy. It, it's got to happen because they're setting stuff up backstage. Like, everybody talks about, like, oh, why don't you cut out all of, like, you know, the or why do you need a host in general? I, I mean, there is time that does need to be killed 
while they're doing things. I mean, especially yeah. like you, you watch some of those musical performances and how, how good it, it, there was another thing. The musical performances were just amazing. I thought all around and, and, um, and yeah, there wasn't like any crazy upsets. It was just, uh, there was a lot of, there was a lot of matchups or a lot of categories that were like, Oh, it's down to like two or three. Yeah. And we really won't be surprised if it's any of the three. We really think it's going to be between these two. Yeah. Yeah. Type, type things. So the, but, um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. See, I, I think the one thing that I would change from like the format it's in now is mm-hmm. I would completely get rid of best song. And I would for sure, even if you want to keep it, I would definitely take out the performances. Yeah. And that's, that that's not necessarily a knock on on the actual performances from this year. It's mm-hmm. just like to me, it kind of ground grinds everything to a halt, um, and the songs don't really have anything to do with the movies, except for "Not to Not to" this year. That was the one song that actually like appeared in the movie. Everything mm-hmm. else, you know, is just people don't even hear the songs because they they're gone when the credits start, you know, nobody mm. sits around and goes, Ooh, what are the important soundtrack songs that we need to remember to, you know, whatever. So I, I didn't recognize any of the songs except for not to, not to. Well, and I'll say this also, uh, it's, you know, it's definitely not, uh, you're not influencing any last minute voters with a stunning performance. So again, if they really wanted to, you know, keep that, I say pre-tape the performances on the stage and then just show them during the red carpet. Don't have yeah. them part of the main ceremony. Do, and it, don't don't let people vote for them until they walk into the theater after they all <laughs> watch the performances. Right? <laughs> exactly. Uh well good. Yeah, I I agree. I I think they, the show was definitely much improved over the last few years, and and it it was fun, and we're getting closer to you know just getting more fun movies involved in this award ceremony, so that's good too. Uh, let's quickly get back into the second round uh, of our Beatles tournament, jumping back over to the uh, later stage of their career. Um, our first matchup over on this side is going to be Let It Be, uh, the single released March 6th from the album of the same name, released March 8th. This was their last single before McCartney officially left the band, which, again, weird. I mean, they knew all this was happening. He left on the 7th, the album come out the 8th. Um, McCartney wrote this uh, after a, a dream about his mom. Uh, going up against another McCartney song, Blackbird. Um, is is Let It Be just, just too powerful here, or is this an exciting McCartney matchup? No, Let It Be is going to win, but I, I'm personally voting Blackbird. I just don't right really on. love Let It Be. To me, Let It Be is like Piano Man, sort of, where it's just, I've heard <laughs> it so many fucking times. It's not even like a song anymore, you know? Yeah, it, well, and, and so you might not be able to tell the difference. Um, uh, I was going to ask, do you do you have a preference between the George Martin mix and the Phil Spector mix? No, nope. um, no, no idea. <laughs> no idea. Don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know who either uh, of those people are. 
<laughs> I, I only know George Martin from the books. And, and his wham his wham stuff I know, but And that show and and his hit Fox TV show? Arrested Development. George Martin. Oh yeah. No, the show sure. Martin. Oh yes, yes. Uh <laughs> You know, uh, I think I think Lennon would have agreed with you. He said this song easily could have been a Wings song, and it yeah. wasn't a Beatles song. So and it's weird because I, if you if you if there was one of these two songs, you'd think Blackbird would be a Wings song, <laughs> right? Um, you know, because of the wings, yeah. because it's a no. bird. Oh no! Keep keep going. Oh, you know. No, I'm just saying because birds have wings, and that's the name of his band. And I, I seems like you pretty shouldn't clear. Be, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be eating blackbirds. You only want to eat chicken wings. Uh, <laughs> all right. Our next match, uh, we have uh, 1969's uh, "Across the Universe" up against 1967's "With a Little Help from My Friends" uh, from Sgt. Pepper's. Uh, both of these songs winning in the last round, now going head to head. This is, I think this is going to be a little closer than you might. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's a slam dunk for Across the Universe. Um, I think it's the better song, and I think it's probably more popular, but I don't know. You know, it's definitely because of the Wonder Years bump, I think right. a little help from my friends could could do okay. Well, and, and so weird, I was kind of thinking about this today, you know, as, you know, we know we know kind of where our, our demographic is. And I'll tell you what, across the universe, like when I was growing up, they that wasn't a song that was played on KQRS. No, same. I hadn't you know, heard it until I was like 21. Right. You know, and, and you know, it definitely, again, in that earlier time, uh, deeper cut, which is so strange. But I will also be voting across the universe. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Up next, we have something uh, from 1969's Abbey Road, written by George Harrison, released as a single about a week later. Funny thing, uh, Harrison wrote the song, first offered it to Joe Cocker. Instead of bringing it to the Beatles, and hmm. I don't know if I would have liked Joe Cocker's voice on this song. I, I, I can't, I can't really be sure. Uh, supposedly, the seventeenth most performed song of all time across all bands. Uh, Lennon's favorite from Abbey Road, but it's going up against Revolution. Um, what do you think here? I, I I prefer something. I like mm-hmm. both of these songs, but I think something's a a much more. I don't know. I think it's it's a banger, and I think something's going to win and should win. Mm, something's going to happen. Uh, yeah. A lot a lot of people. I mean, we we have a couple other coming up uh, a little later, but a lot of people consider this Harrison's best song, or at, at least a turning point in his songwriting so yeah i mean i you can count me among those i i prefer this i prefer this among all of his beatles songs interesting interesting well whoever wins there um will be taking on the winner of sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band 
from Sgt. Peppers, uh, up against uh, what we were just talking about earlier a little bit, Get Back. Um, originally billed as The Beatles with Billy Preston and released as a single in 1969. So interesting thing here, uh, quickly about Billy Preston. So uh, befriended The Beatles when he was 16. Um, and then this, this song came out, he was 23, uh, to give some comparison, Lennon was almost 30 at the time. So this young kid just jumping in with one of the biggest bands in the world, um, they, they had actually considered adding him as an official member, um, but, uh, decided not to considering how tough it was just to get things done amongst the four of them would only be harder with five. Uh, Get Back was their only UK single to debut at number one. No and, kidding. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, they, what's funny is they had other songs that could have debuted at number one, but ended up debuting at number two because other Beatles songs were at number one at that time. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, spent... Uh, Six weeks at number one in the UK, five in the US. Um, sold 4.5 million copies worldwide. Probably the most documented song of the Beatles' oeuvre, if you will. How far does Get Back go in this tournament? Mm, I don't know. I don't really know how much love there is for it, to tell you the truth. I'm Really? I, I think... In, I'm voting Sergeant Pepper here, and I don't even love Sergeant Pepper. I just don't really, I don't really love either of these songs, to tell you the truth. Wowzers! Okay, yeah. interesting, interesting. Let's uh, so, and you've seen the the um, the documentary, the the nine part. I, I've watched you like episode. Watch I I've watched episode one. <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, are we still talking about the Beatles? <laughs> I, th- I thought I thought we had moved on. Yes, I've watched episode one, episode three, um, episode four, A New Hope. <laughs> kind of lose me there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right on. Okay, that's interesting. I I I think. Well, w- given given the way you put it, it, maybe it's a little closer. I think get back probably roles here and it would be very interesting to see get back versus something but i don't know again you bring up some interesting points there um every time you say something i think you're just being vague you're like (laughs) i'd really like to see get back versus something i don't don't care what (laughs) just anything really (laughs) and you go uh, next, we have something from Abbey Road up against Revolution. And I'm like, don't leave me hanging, dude. <laughs> what? What from Abbey Road? <laughs> no, what is from Revolution? <laughs> Revolver. Oh, man, this is going to be Who, a classic who's, bit. Who's on Abbey Road? <laughs> the Beatles. No, the Beatles wrote Abbey Road. Who's on Abbey Road? Billy Preston. Uh, all right. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> no, Billy Preston's on the roof. <laughs> all right. Uh, jumping down into the second half of our second quadrant on this uh, side, we've got Hey Jude, a uh, single from uh, August 1968. Their first single released under the Apple label. 
Um, iPhone. Actually, is yes. They, they just like you two. They they put it on everybody's iPhone at once. <laughs> <laughs> uh actually <laughs> originally written as hey jules uh a song to his balls no uh a song to <laughs> lennon's son julian uh because it was at the time of of lennon's divorce and 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 uh no actually a very very sweet song it's long orchestral um it was the best-selling song of 1968 in four different countries spent nine weeks at number one in the U.S., three Grammy nominations, an estimated eight million copies sold worldwide. Going up against "Don't Let Me Down," which might be my favorite song from "Let It Be." So, this is going to be tough for me. Is it tough for you? No. Okay. Uh, I'm voting for "Don't Let Me Down." Um, Interesting. Again, I, I th- going against. I, I think Hey Jude is about three minutes too long. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that there I did find a single version or something like that or a single edit. Um, and it's like four and a half minutes long. And I'm like, sweet. This is what it should have been. There's no reason it needs to go on and repeat the na na na's. over and over and over and over again like i understand maybe there's some like maybe some people like that but for me it's just extremely repetitive and like i don't know honestly i think hey jude is a banger like oh yeah i I don't love it especially because of those last three minutes but like it's one of those songs where like initially i go like oh i hate that song blah 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 and then it comes on and i'm like Oh yeah, this song kind of rules. Um, also, especially the long version, really reminds me of a Wings song. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and that that is one of the things with the later McCartney songs. And of course, "Don't Let Me Down" is what you said when uh, you wanted to find out the something on Abbey Road. All right. up next we have all you need is love from the magical mystery tour uh going up against lucy in the sky with diamonds from sergeant peppers two big big huge songs from that that middle era uh what do you think i i i have let me guess you're probably going uh lucy in the sky i am all right Um, do you see this as a close matchup though yeah i do I think All You Need Is Love is really popular, and I don't really know why. I think because of Love Actually. (laughs) Um, But I don't think it's a very good song. Okay. Um, And I think people who like it don't have a very good taste in music. Um, Wow, shots fired. I'm just kidding. I I can't wait to see which way Judy Barrett votes in this matchup. I'm sorry, (laughs) Pop-Tarts. I'm just being a dick. Um, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, though, is like super fucking rad. Great song and like amazing production. So psychedelic and like just a joy to listen to, especially on headphones. Well, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Um, 
I, I, I don't know. I can see this one going either way. Um, it, I think it'll be a very interesting matchup. I, I think either one of these could, you know, go far in the tournament also. So uh, it, we're, we're getting down here where it really could be a toss-up either way. Um, our last two matchups here, we've got um, Come Together, the opening song from 1969's Abbey Road. Um, uh, beginning a, a long and traditional history of uh, uh, British bands using math in their songs. You know, from one and one and one is three, all the way to two and two makes a five from Radiohead. So, mm. you know, long tradition. Yeah. Uh, going up against... <laughs> one of England's like, great musical traditions, math problems. I, well, I, I feel, but this, that's the thing. You can, now, you can point to, to the, uh, you know downhillness of the british education system because the first math problem they got right and we fast forward to radiohead and two plus two does not make five. <laughs> yeah. sorry to tell you tom york yeah. you might need to uh do some uh summer school classes <laughs> but going up against <laughs> while my guitar gently weeps uh classic again from george harrison Come together uh, again. Uh, one of those songs that's been released by so I've released versions from uh, Michael Jackson, Ike and Tina Turner, Aerosmith. Um, I've I've heard Prince cover this song multiple times, and it was originally uh, it, the the beginning writing of the song. Uh, it was supposed to be a campaign song for Timothy Leary's bid of governor of California. Oh no shit. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, Chuck Chuck Berry inspired, but uh, spent 16 weeks on the Hot 100. It's Ringo's favorite Beatles song. Hmm. Um, but is this a close one here? Um. Yeah, I really think it is. I think Come Together is probably gonna win, mm-hmm. but I think it could be close. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know where I stand on this one. I'm gonna have to think about it a little bit because. Yeah. You know, my gut says, well, my guitar gently weeps. But when I really think come come together is definitely one of those songs like Let It Be and Hey Jude, where I've heard it so many times. It's hard mm-hmm. to like, you know, really think about it outside of that, you know, because it, it doesn't really seem like a, a song, you know, but it's a fucking bop. That song is really, really good. The lyrics yeah. are dumb. The lyrics are dumb to Well My Guitar Gently Weeps too. Um, so you just have to kind of throw that out the window. I don't know. I this is a tough one. The 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 I think the thing that kind of tips it for me, like come together, like you said before, that's definitely one of those songs that you can just you can put on the headphones and just really enjoy all the little intricacies of it. Yeah. But it's also such a fucking stadium song. Like that is, you know, like a huge concert type setting. That song also works and is just, I don't know that, like I said, that might tip the scales, but whoever wins there will be taking on the winner of, and this is going to be, this is a really interesting final matchup here because we have a, a really, really simple song and a really, really complicated song. Uh, we have Here Comes the Sun, another George Harrison song, up against A Day in the Life from 1969's Sgt. Pepper. 
Um, many people have called this a, a, a perfect song. Um, but what I found so, so very interesting is that final chord, that big, huge final chord of the song. Love. Then it goes. Then there's like 30 it's, seconds of blank. And then it goes like, I can't remember. Do you know what I'm talking about? That there's well, like I, a, there's some weird nonsense shit at the end too. Well, so the but the big final orchestral chord that rings out for about yeah. forty seconds. Yeah. So that was that was played uh, on three different pianos and a harmonium and simultaneously recorded with a lot of different like even as it so as it rung out they kept turning up the input on the volume of the recording to to kind of keep the volume going that is the inspiration for the THX deep note that you would hear at the beginning of ever every THX uh sound film you know the THX sound of course yeah i had no idea comes from from a day in the life or the inspiration for it whatever Interesting. here comes the sun a day in the life is is a day in a life another one of those songs that you've just heard too many times or oh. does its complexity a day in the Go life ahead. is like across the universe for me i okay. hadn't heard it until i was an adult oh interesting um, and by that point I was already very much into prog rock. I was into Genesis and Yes. And so when I heard A Day in the Life, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, this is like the best Beatles song I ever heard because (laughs) it really is that, you know? And I love how it's like section one. It's like this beautiful, you know, John Lennon song. And, I mean, really, really amazing lyrics. One of my favorite lyrical bits and then, and for, like one of my favorite Beatles lyrics, he blew his mind out in a car. Yeah. Like that's just, I, I love that, that lyric so much. But that whole first section is so great. And then all of a sudden it turns into this fucking wild poppy ditty from McCartney. And yeah. then it like fuses the two. It goes back to the Lennon section, but it still has that McCartney piano going, and it's just like yeah. so cool. I, I love, love, love A Day in the Life. And I like Here Comes the Sun, but to me, this is no question A Day in the Life. Quick little side note Do you know the song Who Loves the Sun by Velvet Underground? Yes. Um, Every time I see the title, Here Comes the Sun, I literally can't think of the song in my head. I always I sing, you. Who Loves the Sun? Yep, yep. I always go, Here comes the sun. Who cares that it makes plants grow? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a mashup somewhere out there we can find just to I, soothe your soul. <laughs> I hope so. God. No, uh, it's it, it, a day in the life that was really like that last true Lennon McCartney partnership. You know, it's yeah. it's just so funny like researching these songs and, and seeing how catty they kind of were about like credits and who actually wrote the song and and blah 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 when when together they just they made such 
good music. Yeah, I think... I don't know. I think A Day in the Life is probably going to the final four out of out of these this section here. I hope you're right. I think it deserves it, but I don't know how well-known it is. I mean, compared to Come Together, Hey Jude, Let It Be, um, you know, I, I don't well, know. A Day in the, I, I hope a you're day right. in the Life definitely was played on kqrs back in the day i can okay i can guarantee that so um yeah it's gonna be gonna be interesting here i'm i'm excited excited to see what this gets down to and and how things go so um you got anything else this week no i don't think so all right well for everyone out there in the pop tournaments universe please Keep on voting and keep on popping. Pop, pop. Watch out for Ghostface. I, I really I've been getting also been like going back and watching some Arnold movies and that that might be a fun like mini just like just like his classics just the just the big hits oh, yeah. that would be a interesting one but yeah I want definitely not I'd be down unfortunately yeah his I was like when's his birthday and I, it's not until July or something um that's okay <laughs> also there's no hurry I'll, i don't think anybody's like clamoring for an arnold I, but attorney. Th- it's 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 the it's the medicine they don't know they need though it might not be the medicine <laughs> they want um <laughs> uh, all right cool sorry <clears throat> 143 real quick i also can't see you is that intentional no, I put on my camera. <laughs> oh, there, no, there, no, your phone's turned. I just, like, it was pointed at, like, your, your rig or something. <laughs> oh, did, 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 you don't have your camera on, right? No, I, oh, apparently I don't. Yeah, I didn't see you, so I figured there we go. that. There we go. Ah, sorry about that. All right. I didn't even realize. No, no worries. I That's, the only reason I didn't have my camera pointed at me is because I figured, uh, you just didn't want to do video today for some reason. <laughs> I had a giant zit right on my forehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, uh, not in the mood today. <laughs> oh, All boy. Right. All right. <laughs> not enough zit content. No. Remember Rebecca Gayhart? <laughs> no. She's the next Eva girl. Oh, okay. I was like, should I? Oh, she was so hot. <laughs> except for those zits. Yeah, except, except for all the terrible acne. <laughs> <laughs> all right.